0: All right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Domestic Boyfriends Podcast. As always, I am here, your host Dean, and here is my co-host Vincent. Hello. Uh, this week, at uh, the beginning, it is very news-packed. A lot of stuff <laughs> just recently happened. We chose a very good day to record the podcast. Um, <laughs> many things happened. Many things were announced. Um, and two new episodes of Moon Knight, and the next one comes out tomorrow, which we'll talk about in the final episode, or the final, yeah, 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 yeah. the final episode of this, like, trilogy that we're doing with Moon Knight. Um, first, we have quite a bit of Marvel news <coughs> coming out of uh, the last teaser for Multiverse of Madness, and the other day, Sony had their panel at CinemaCon, so they announced a lot of stuff. Um... We have the Multiverse of Madness final trailer, and it was like a teaser TV spot, I think, um, where we see, uh, what's his name, Baron Mordo, Mordo, right? Is that his name? Yes, Mordo. Uh, he said he says the words. Uh, he says the I word, uh, Illumination. So this this actually isn't being made by Marvel, Marvel Studios. They're actually taking over uh, Illumination. Um. Uh, so, Illumination's going to be taking over this, uh, and it's the reason that another movie just got delayed recently. <laughs> um, no, he said Illuminati. He said, uh, Doctor Strange, you are here to be judged by the Illuminati. So, kind of confirmed some stuff that people had theories about. Um, definitely going to be interesting now that we know that it's not some weird alternate person who Patrick Stewart is playing. He's probably going to be playing Charles Xavier. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you excited?
1: Excited about this? Yes, very much so. Very yeah. much so. Very uh, sad that I couldn't uh, get tickets for opening day, but yeah, um, yeah. yeah but that when that I was... see it, I will be very happy.
0: Yeah, we uh, we might have to rearrange a day or well, initially what me and Vincent were going to do. We were, we were going to make a two parter, jam packed. Hour and a half episode each Where we talked about all of the rest of Moon Knight And then Multiverse of Madness
1: Because uh, Multiverse of Madness Comes out the day after But uh, I miss when being a nerd was something That we would get made fun of (laughs) Now everybody goes to the movies Now everybody goes to the movies With us So now now it's harder for us to enjoy All the nerds nerds made kids
0: (laughs) (laughs) God damn it Yeah Creating, but yeah, no, super exciting. I, on the other hand, have opening night tickets at the earliest showing, so no one will spoil me. I'll find a way, yeah. Um, <laughs> which interestingly enough, I just a uh, little tangent I just recently watched Sonic 2 and uh, we went to this theater that was like not out of the way, but it's not like the regular one, it's one of those like locally owned ones, mm-hmm. but it's a ran out of an old regal. Oh, um, yeah, and like, it was everything was like cheaper prices, but like the quality of like the seats and like it—it it, it was an older Regal, so you know, not as good. But, have you ever? Uh, hmm. Uh, I, I was just gonna say, uh, they're opening. They have openings for three p.m. for Multiverse of Madness on Thursday.
1: What really?
0: None of their wow. show, None of those showings have anybody in it. Like that's you have to reserve crazy. the seating. Nobody bought tickets for this movie theater. Wow, yeah, that's perfect. That's great. Yeah, which was crazy, but you know. Have you ever been to an Imagine Theater? No, are those the ones that have
1: like? Is it like the four D theaters where like they shoot shoot and spray stuff on you? No, Imagine Theater. Um, it might just be a Michigan thing. Um, they they have really really nice. It's the nicest movie theater I've ever been to. Um, better the names. It's (laughs) leagues. Like you walk in and it's immediate. Oh, this is a different experience. Um, Mm. I I because like I've been to two. Uh, and both of them had it. Uh, you walk in and there's a grand piano there but it's one of the grand pianos that plays itself. Oh. Uh, and it's just playing like either pop music or songs that have significance to uh, really popular movies. Mm, um, okay. Which was sick. Uh, and he, there, there's a part like, sure. It's nice for some people, but it can cause issue. Uh, there's a bar as well. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just really good quality food. And uh, it doesn't look like they necessarily know how to, like, tell people to stop drinking. Because I have had a few <laughs> drunken people have some issues in theaters. <laughs> oh, that's...
0: I mean, eh, Some, like, higher... But it's fun. Some it, nicer it's AMCs
1: great. are kind of like that, too.
0: But... Yeah. That's cool. No, I've never heard of them. I've never been to an AMC, actually. It's usually just, like, Cinemark Theatres around here.
1: Mm. Um, I like Cinemark.
0: Which... I need to get the experience in an AMC. Yeah, and apparently now look for an Imagine Theater. Yeah. but um, Real butter. Real butter. Oh. That makes a difference. Oh. Well, I don't need popcorn. I'm the nacho and jalapenos guy. Ah. Yeah. It was really. What did you we could go You real butter on those. We went to go see something on its opening night. It was Batman. Me and my friend went to go see Batman on its opening night. And our movie theater, the oven was broke. They had no food. Uh, we were just like, What do you guys have? And they were just like, Nothing. <laughs> so I yeah. think we ended up getting candy and like some twisted teas. That was about it. Like, there was no actual food. My friend likes to get wings, like the which they're like, Cinemark wings aren't that good. They're just like frozen wings from like, an, <laughs> I was like from an Aldi, <laughs> yeah. But he enjoys getting them because like the experience, yeah. Uh, he usually gets popcorn too. Which, since we we're about to talk about multiverse, since we talked about multiverse of madness, the popcorn t- uh, tins got revealed. Somebody leaked them. Um, they are just the design that uh, the shield projections, or like the orange shield projections that Doctor Strange makes. They just made it into a popcorn tin that's like square.
1: That's cool. Yeah, I like that. I have um, the only one of those kinds of buckets that I got. Um, was uh for the last jedi (laughs) because it had uh it was a really cool design with uh kylo ren uh and then like kneeling down with his lightsaber down and then like all around him were the really cool red royal guards that were around uh snoke um And I washed it recently. Don't wash your buckets, guys. Let (laughs) let me let me be your lesson here. Uh, It it still looks cool, honestly. I kind of like prefer it this way, but like all of the red is gone, and (laughs) it's like a weird yellowish green now. (laughs) Ew. Yeah, but it looks the lightsaber color nobody wants. Yeah, it's kind of like what Luke's hair color was in uh, episode. in, in Last Jedi episode. Oh. Eight. Um, anyway, speaking of.
0: Uh, yeah, I don't know. This, I don't have a transition for this. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, like I said before, Sony just had their CinemaCon reveals to the press and everybody leaked everything. So, first of all, we're getting an El Muerto movie, which is a Spider Man spin off movie about. Uh, some Spider-Man, Mexican Spider-Man villain uh, that they've already said that they've cast as Bad Bunny. Um, exciting for some. Uh, a lot of people don't like the casting because it's not proper representation. Bad Bunny's Puerto Rican and El Muerto is uh, Mexican. Uh, but uh, proper representation aside, I I, t- I don't know who this guy is. He kind of just looks like Bane without the venom. <laughs> He's just like a luchador, which uh, interestingly enough, Bad Bunny was a wrestler before he became like a musician and rapper.
1: Ah, oh, there so, we go. He yeah. does have the experience needed.
0: Yeah, he's just not Mexican. So, uh, Next, uh, Venom 3 was announced. Um, uh, exciting to most, boring to others. Ghostbusters 5 was announced.
1: Uh, same deal. Some people liked it, some people didn't. You no, know, I was excited for the new one to come out, for four to come out. Mm-hmm. I just never watched it because yeah. I I never found out when it was actually coming out. Um <laughs> it might still be in theaters right now. I I just haven't had the drive to look. Go I go also watch. haven't heard anything about it, <laughs> which is either a really good sign or a really bad sign. Probably a really bad sign. <laughs> Probably a bad sign.
0: Because wasn't but, the f- wasn't the four like the soft reboot?
1: Um, it was, it was a soft reboot because three had, um, all of the, the full, uh, girl main cast. Oh, Um, okay. And that one, that one I think did. Wow. I'm like years back. I'm like years
0: behind because I thought that was the fourth one. I'm thinking about the, Uh, I'm thinking about the unofficial, uh, video game that takes place after two.
1: Oh, ghostbusters, the video game. I love that game. The yeah, about well, 3 the remaster. <clears throat> they did
0: a great job. That was what we'll call it. Like that script was the pitch. That that game's plot was the script pitch for 3.
1: So, interesting. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. No what no wonder it really does play like you're playing through a movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought That's that was cool. really interesting. And there's
0: this a couple games that are kind of like that where like relevant in the story of the game are canon to like the series itself. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Um, I was gonna bring up Young Justice, but you know nothing about Young Justice. Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah, which uh, uh quick Young Justice thing. If you were a fan of the Green Lantern anim- animated series, that's <laughs> Young Justice now. Yes, Razor is on the, was the latest so episode. Cool. It's
1: pretty cool. I'm so happy.
0: Also, apparently, in what is it, Justice League Action? Aya was in it. What? Yeah, Wait, she uh, okay. she's
1: actually alive right quick, now.
0: Quick, quick tangent. Quick tangent. We're gonna. What? Go this so you know the space cab guy, like the infamous space cabbie in yeah. DC. Yeah. Well, apparently he came. He was like, he was in space, and as a green sentient orb just like flew into his cab, and it was like giving him directions, like an AI, like Siri or something like that. Oh my god. Yeah.
1: That's awesome. That's sick.
0: Yeah, it was, uh, yeah. Yo, it's and, and then she said, and then she got, said, I need to go. Up. <laughs> well, the, then yeah. she said, I need to leave. Huh. So she just goes off into space. So <laughs> if, if that's canon, then, you know.
1: Razor somebody got will promoted find her. at, um, uh, Somebody, somebody big got promoted in DC, or got promoted to somebody big that really, really liked the Green Lantern animated series that Bruce Tim made.
0: <laughs> I mean, it was good. I mean, some of the stuff doesn't line up with like timeline wise, mm-hmm. um, because like, <clears throat> like, Young Justice takes place like us from episode one to like the current episodes is like ten year span, and like, yeah. During that time, a lot of stuff happens, and, like, it doesn't correlate to Young Justice, like, at all. I actually think the writer said that it's one of those, like, awkward canons, like, how Final Fantasy itself is canon to Kingdom Hearts, but not the other way around. Yes. So, like, okay. the events that happened in the Green Lantern animated series are canon to Young Justice, but Young Justice may not be canon to the Green Lantern animated series. Oh. That type of thing, it's but my cannon—it's—it's still pretty <laughs> awesome because Razor spoilers is a red and blue lantern, something we've never seen before. So yeah, cool. yeah. I also thought it was funny. He said, uh, "We'll be done after the tangent for a second. Uh, it's funny because, like, he wants to put on his red ring again. He was just like, "When I put on this ring on my home world, it felt like acid pouring into my veins." Please excuse me for my. For my uh, long-awaited, like, screams. He, like, said that to, like, Metron. And, like, then he put it on. And then he was just like, oh. Like, nothing happened. <laughs> oh. Oh, man. Oh, it wasn't that bad. Um. <clears throat> anyway, big news, big news. Uh, Spider-Verse sequel, Across the Spider-Verse, uh, has released a June 2nd, 2023. Um, Pretty exciting. I think they actually showed, like, they obviously show like trailers and a lot of other things. Uh, but more interestingly enough, it's getting two parts. So the first part yeah, June, The second part is to be announced. Um, I don't know if this was like somebody redubbed it, but I, all the official ones I saw was just part two. Uh, but I heard somebody call it across the Spider-Verse or beyond the Spider-Verse.
1: Yeah, I heard beyond the Spider-Verse as well. Uh, so, did you see how many unique characters were going to be over four hundred? Uh over it was like around two hundred forty. Oh, okay. Uh,
0: divided by two. Yeah, yeah. But still, uh, that's a lot. Oh yeah, they only had like eighty characters in the last one, so that is that is quite a lot. Well, um, that's all I had for news. If you have anything else to add on,
1: no, I do not.
0: Alright, then we'll move over to our DC news.
1: Yeah. Um, so, the Batman has finally hit HBO Max and within its first week it has already hit 4.1 million views on HBO Max. Um, it is now, I believe, the second most watched uh, movie on HBO Max. Um j- just beating over uh Godzilla versus King Kong. That's that's pretty great. Yeah. That's uh yeah. We also got some behind the scenes uh news where we found out that Robert Pattinson had apparently hit a vape on the utility belt the entire time. Oh shit.
0: Um <laughs> Also, uh, while we're recording this, uh, WB supposed to be doing their cinema, their CinemaCon debut thing. Uh, if anything happens uh, before we transition into the actual content of this episode, which if you didn't know, we're talking about episodes three and four of Moon Knight. Um, Breaking we'll, news. We'll talk about it whenever it comes up. Allegedly, the sequel to Batman is supposed to be in the talks, but we'll see how that goes. Oh, I hope um I have nothing else for DC so we can move on to anime
1: uh actually closely correlated okay. to um to DC it has to do with HBO okay. uh the Wachowski sisters oh have dug yeah. through their vaults um you know the wachowski sisters right yeah the yeah, people yeah. behind the Matrix yeah, yeah, yeah uh they're auctioning off a ton um, of props and different kinds of um, memorabilia from like all of their movies, uh, oh. including The Matrix, um, oh. and donating uh, the proceeds to all of the proceeds um, to Ariana Grande's Protect and Defend Trans Youth Fund. Oh, wow. Uh, that's There's great. tons of stuff that you can get on there. I'm eyeing up this uh concept maquette of the Nebuchadnezzar. Uh I probably won't be able to buy it, buy it because the current bid is three thousand dollars. Wait, um, that sounds <laughs> really cool. <laughs> yeah, no. They they also have stuff for they have maquettes of the sentinels uh in their different poses, and also just like the sentinel by themselves. I feel um, like I just
0: wanna I just wanna raise the bid up high so somebody has to pay ten thousand dollars.
1: Oh my god. It's
0: it's so cool. That's actually that's amazing, honestly. Um besides how awesome it would be to get anything uh that they'd auction off. Uh yeah, no. That's that's great that they're donating it to that good cause.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Vincent was hiding that like before we started recording. <laughs> so I am not disappointed.
1: The auction is happening on May 11th. Oh, no. Man. It's already March happening. March 11th. March but 11th.
0: How did, did somebody it's already hard. put a
1: bid in and they're not doing it? Or like, how's uh, that going? I don't, I don't really know. Maybe Maybe it did start May 11th. Well, hmm. that would be weird that the news article just got to us now. Hmm. Interesting.
0: Yeah. Um... Alright, so quick anime news. I only have one thing. It's really nothing big. I'm a big One Piece fan, uh, which uh, you may or may not eventually find out when the One Piece movie drops, because uh, I might do a solo movie review on that. Who knows? Uh, or we'll have another One Piece nerd sit in uh, on the podcast with us. And we could talk about it for a little bit. Um, but the... Uh, episode 1015, I believe, uh, just dropped, uh, it's an adaptation of chapter 1000 of One Piece, uh, pretty eventful stuff, amazing animation, like, cinema-level animation from Toei, um, it's pretty great, uh, I was stunned by it, there's a lot of, uh, anime-exclusive stuff that they put in there just to, not padding things out, but just to, like, make it so much more special, um... And, yeah, it's awesome. Um, next, uh, we just have some general news things. Uh, Netflix, uh, they're, they're doing some stuff, man. They're just they're doing some crazy, crazy things. Uh, they're raising prices, uh, as some people may have seen. Uh, they're also cracking down on password sharing and limiting the amount of logins uh, per device and such. Uh, and to put a t- cherry on top, they're also, uh, going to be adding commercials, uh, into subscriptions, similar to how Hulu is. So there might be a subscription with commercials and a subscription without commercials. Uh, and I think Vincent had one other thing.
1: Uh, they are currently down, uh, 50 billion in stock. Wow. And, um, And uh yeah, that's that's the only thing that I have that's substantiated by anything. I saw a slight rumor that um that subscription services, some some streaming services might start um taking older movies and uh digitally adding in new product placement for advertisements inside of those movies. What? Um but I don't have anything uh, I I haven't looked deeper into that because that sounds just absolutely wild, and I don't wholeheartedly believe that that's true. <laughs> that's interesting.
0: Could you imagine someone like drinking a bottle of water and then it's just like cracking open a Coke, <laughs> or it's just like it's like those games that you play where it's just like like a Where's Waldo type thing, but with it's, its ad placement, and you just see it like poorly like edited and CGI'd in. It'd be great.
1: Um, it would be great.
0: Um, some of the biggest news and recent news, uh, I think it just ha- it was announced today or yesterday or something like that. Uh, Elon Musk bought Twitter for forty four billion dollars. Um, not not super important to this podcast, but we use Twitter for a lot of our information, so we were going to come <laughs> across it anyway. Um, that's all I have for general news. Did you
1: have anything? Uh yeah, I've got a couple things actually. Okay. Um, Lucas Rosado, who is a um inventor and programmer, uh YouTuber and internet personality, who I have found only because of this, he um he got his hands on uh a really really good AI um that he taught how to speak um and attached it to his microwave. Um, because it had, uh, it was like one of those Alexa microwaves. So he set up a way for it to for the Alexa to be the AI. and he programmed it and taught it how to speak using, um an imaginary friend that he had made up when he was a child, uh, but mm-hmm. hadn't spoken to in years and put in the fact that he hadn't that they hadn't seen each other. For like seven years. Mm-hmm. And the microwave tried to kill him. Oh. Uh, <laughs> it, it asked him to open the microwave and get in. Uh, and so, j- jokingly, he opened it and shut it because the microwave has sensors for that, but it doesn't see whether there's anything actually inside. Uh, it then turned itself on. <laughs>
0: This is why the the singularity is kind of scary, isn't it? Now, technology's come too far. Breaking Uh, news! Breaking news! uh, The the Batman has is officially getting a sequel.
1: Let's go! Yeah,
0: via IGN. Apparently, somebody leaked it. Um, Yeah, Matt Reeves announced it. Anyway, back to our normal, normally program. Our normal
1: program. Yeah, um, the last bit of just general news that I have uh, is that uh, Club Penguin has come back into the news recently. What? Um, <laughs> Don't get my hopes though. for for uh, there was a fan made project uh, called Club Penguin Rewritten, where they were going oh, to yeah, post like the f- site yeah, it's like post... the Fusion Fall thing that people did yeah yeah Fusion Fall um, Warner Brothers. Please don't go after Fusion Fall. Fusion Fall's cool. <laughs> yeah, because they made um Yeah, I saw a video about that. Unfortunately, because... rewritten has been shut down. Oh, what? And the peep the three people behind it have been arrested. What? <laughs> They're behind bars, currently. It's Club Penguin. Um, yeah, no. Uh there were Who tons of screenshots of peop- of people saying Yeah, Disney owns Club Penguin. They okay. uh were also kind of the people that ruined it. Um Wow. I I love Elon Musk there's, by Disney. There's pictures uh, or Club Penguin. Um, the police. But there were pictures people posted saying <laughs> I will stay here until I am ripped from this world with their avatars uh, just would, staying would you logged buy in for as long Club as possible. Penguin NFTs if Elon Musk bought Club Penguin? If, ha- if buying the NFTs uh, resulted in us getting Club Penguin back I would. I would. Um That's crazy, but at one point, uh it was impossible for characters to communicate with each other. You could only see your own dialogue bubbles, and people had things like "Guys, please, someone say something." It it was just a sad way to go about the end of Club Penguin. Men,
0: yeah, that's yeah. I was a Club Penguin sub when I was younger, so I was definitely invested. I was literally just talking. About did
1: you get? My did you get your black belt?
0: Uh, no I, I got was, my black belt I was a couple belts under the ninja stuff like it, it came it like came out too fast for me like I was doing too many other things and then like when they started doing like because like I remember when it was remember when it was like the basic stuff and then like they did like the whole ninja event and then Puffles
1: appeared and stuff and they just kept going
0: no 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 I mean like they they had like the basic ninja stuff right and then like they had like the ninja update which was like you, oh, ha- you could go yeah. to, like, a different areas and progress further. Yeah, I just yeah. didn't I didn't have the time or skill. Uh, I also, like, because of, like, like having premium currency, I just bought other things.
1: Oh, and like, you got premium currency? You lucky son. Well,
0: actually. no, like, you could do, like, the cart stuff and everything. So, or it wasn't premium currency. It was just the fact that you could, like, buy the actual yeah. premium items and stuff. I always wanted to go to the solo iceberg and like break it. You know what I mean? Like you you jackhammer into the solo iceberg and like the bottom oh, of the map. And yeah, then like you got like yeah, yeah, a bunch yeah. of money. I remember this was in the beginning of YouTube too. So like at reliable Club Penguin videos were not out there. So like you just had to like look up random tutorials for different Come things. On. I miss Club Penguin. I was telling my fiance about a nostalgia <laughs> trip I was having, thinking about like thinking about OG Bakugan. Club Penguin and Pop Tropica all in right? the same. I was moment. about
1: to bring up Pop Tropica. I was
0: also a premium so I was premium Pop Tropica first and then I told my dad to switch the subscription to Club Penguin because I played it a lot more. Yeah, I was just having oh, like a God. big nostalgia trip. I was just like, I wish I can go back in time and watch chaotic on four kids. That's so cool. Yeah.
1: Man, I miss Superhero Island.
0: Yeah. I I I wish I could just wake up on Saturday. I wish I could watch four kids again, like four kids, different things. Yeah.
1: And I miss Sonic X.
0: Early internet and things go like fast. that. Yeah. There's a couple references references uh, in the new Sonic movie for that. Um, yeah, oh. No, just big, big nostalgia trips. It's hitting me right now because I'm just thinking about different things. I said four kids and then I was thinking about all the four kids shows. By the way, Chaotic uh, is coming back. If you guys didn't know. What? We talked about this already. Don't act shocked. The so okay. <laughs> this is not. Our podcast is. Uh, it, I mean, it could be whatever we want, but this is not in the title of our podcast. Um We'll get back to the last bit of video game news in a minute. But if you didn't know, chaotic the the critically acclaimed four kids show. Um, the reason they stopped making like the seasons was because uh, four kids wanted a bigger cut from the original owners and creators of the IP. So they were in court for like years and. While they were in court, no one could touch the IP or, like, any of the creation of episodes or the card game or anything. Well, I think it was, like, a couple years ago, like, during or right before COVID, they won the case. Uh, So the original owners have been trying to bring it back as much as possible. There's a whole Discord server about it with the owners and everything in it. Um, They're trying to re-release the last set of Chaotic cards that was released because an entire shipment was just like like an entire like year's worth of shipment or whatever, like the last batch that was made was just sitting in a warehouse for so long. And then they, mm-hmm. I think they said they have the next two or three sets already planned because, one, they had them planned before the lawsuit. Two, they've had years to plan another card set. Um, and I also think they said they were going to re-release everything from the beginning just so people could understand the card game. Um, which, I it it's amazing There's also, uh, with that, they also have an on There's like so many that made an online simulator Similar to like YGO Pro Where like you can make your own decks And, or it's similar to more like to Dueling Book Because there's no automation But, no, yeah, Nostalgia Trips, Chaotic Awesome things um, <clears throat> That deserves a live action TV show or movie Uh, Don't lose your voice Do you have any
1: video game news? I do Okay, we'll do yours first The creators of the Uncharted series have announced that they're going to make a Star Wars game Oh, like Oh Interesting Okay. Yeah, really heavily a really heavily story-based and lore inclusive Star Wars game sounds awesome to me.
0: Yeah, um the last exciting Star Wars game was I think the latest one, not the Lego game. Uh
1: Fallen Order? I don't know. I don't well yeah, Fallen um I think Fallen Order is right. Um the Lego game was really good. Yeah, okay. <laughs> We're not it's talk. really good. Okay, yeah. I <laughs> beat it, okay? Everybody liked it.
0: Um, but uh, I really... This is not this is like small video game news. Um, I only say this because I'm getting back into this because it sounds like it'll be a fun update. Because, okay, so Pokemon Go is having an update, right? Yeah. <laughs> they just announced a thing on Twitter where it showed like a mega evolution symbol. Mm Um they're gonna be changing how mega evolution works because the way that it used to work is that you'd have to use like Pokemon candies that would usually be used for evolution to mega evolve. Or no, it was you had to like collect mega evolution energy, which was like rare obtainables or whatever, right? Well, Mm -hmm. they made it now where the first time you mega evolve something it'll be it'll be cost, but after that it'll be free. You just have uh, a duration of how many times you can do it a day, Um, which I think is awesome because Mega Evolution makes the entire game way better. So I'm going to be getting back into it again. Uh, And then PlayStation, apparently PlayStation uh, has put together a game preservation team. Where they're going to be taking their most loved games and having an entire team uh, preserving them. And from what I'm guessing from the article, uh, keeping them preserved in their state. But also updating them to new systems to have releases. Uh, The example that I saw was Final Fantasy 7. So, that is pretty promising. Sony has a lot of bangers out there. Um it would be cool to see some older games preserved and moved over to possibly like PlayStation plus and everything. Um, the fact that they have an entire team means that they're probably going to be, uh, using like original stuff, like original code, uh, original game files, mm-hmm. um, and just updating them as a separate thing possibly. Um, but I think that's, I think that's really great because, I. I video games as a median will eventually go out. Like I, there's, uh, there's this really cool, I think I've told you about this. There's this really cool device that I saw on TikTok. Um, it reads, it's a USB plugin device that reads Game Boy games, uh, mm-hmm. including Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, uh, but what it does is it allo- it reads the data and you can play it on your computer like an emulator using your own data but you can also do data manipulation. So oh. you can like manipulate like the source code, but also what you can do is you can store your save data as a separate file and essentially just have a fresh like save file, right? What we can also do is, you can put that same save file on back onto the thing, back onto it. Uh, so, and during any of these transactions, if you were to put it into an actual Game Boy or Game Boy Color, the data is the same because all you did was data edit. Mm-hmm. This is what I want for the future of like gaming because even though like collectors keep everything in prime condition and everything, everything deteriorates eventually. You know what I mean? Yeah, especially game systems that can read it. Uh, so I think it's pretty awesome that a, a team is being created for something like this. Um, and I think you have our last piece of news, I've our got, most uh, most interesting piece more. of news. Oh, two more. Actually, okay. yeah.
1: we'll leave the left. We'll leave the uh, for also time. in there for um, keeping old video games alive. Uh, there have been leaks that are suggesting that Crazy Taxi and Jet Set Radio are gonna are going to get big budget reboots. Interesting, interesting. Was that off of the those games? GeForce leak or um, I don't know. Uh, potentially. Um, it. I think it was off of a Sega leak. Oh, okay. Um. Because they recently announced some uh, a new like group, I think around old games, um, but those games those those games uh, were a cornerstone of my childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not exactly Crazy Taxi itself, but it's um, almost like it, it almost exact replica game uh, S- uh, Simpsons Road Rage. Mm-hmm. Um, which was just Crazy Taxi, but you got to drive <laughs> around as Bart Simpson or Homer Simpson. It was great. Superior. Yeah. Uh, and then, honestly, that that point should have been the last one, because uh, this one's just kind of sad. The Mario movie has unfortunately been delayed to April 7th, 2023. We mm-hmm. have to wait another year before we can see Chris Pratt as Mario. I want to bring
0: up the fact that
1: on the Twitter account
0: where this announcement was made, it, like it was said to be Miyamoto himself. So it was literally like, this is Miyamoto. The movie's getting delayed. I'm sorry. So. That's pretty. I,
1: I hope they at least give us some kind of trailer sometime soon so we can hear Chris Pratt do the Mario voice.
0: I... I honestly I, think I honestly think I'm so intrigued. I can't unhear anything he says as Star Lord. Yeah, I just re I, I Guardians. hope Mario.
1: I, I hope Mario does some kind of like.
0: Do you think some he's gonna, kind of Do you think he, he's to gonna Star-Lord? grow out a mustache, or do you think he's gonna like? <laughs> I
1: think, think slowly but surely, Chris Pratt will only start dressing in red and blue. <laughs>
0: Do you think Um, he's going to grow a muscle? Do you think they're going to tell him, like,
1: we need you not fit? We need you to method act this one. But it's a voice role. Exactly.
0: We need you to look like when you were in Parks.
1: We need to hear the fat. We need
0: you to look like how you looked in Parks and Rec. (laughs) Not saying he was, like, obese or anything like that. But, like, now he's, like, ripped because he's Star-Lord. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Him as Andy really isn't, like, you know. If it's more of a Mario figure. Unless they want to go for muscly Mario, but I don't know. Um, yeah, uh, that's the end. It's the end of the of the news segment. Unless you got anything else? Anything else you want to say? I do not. Um, all right. Uh, well, before uh, our transition, we're going to get hear a word from our sponsor today, don't have a sponsor anyway.
1: Don't get me excited <sighs> like that. Oh no. my god.
0: We don't have a sponsor. Hey, cookie run. Your sponsor so hey, cook. us. <laughs> we both play your That's game. We both play your game. It's true. Um I shout just, out Snuffy Clan. I just uh whatchamacallit. I just got I have all of the dark cacao cookies now.
1: All of the dark c-
0: most of them. I don't have the emo one with the long hair and sword. But
1: oh, all of the different versions. I th- I thought you said that you five star characters. Like, no, what? no,
0: no, 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 no. I got all of like the dark cacao cookies except variants. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Like all of the ones that come from the cacao kingdom, the dark cacao kingdom.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm see. missing one. Nice. <laughs>
0: uh, but all I really care is that I get a five star caramel arrow. But that takes time. Um, it's worth it. Yeah, it's a really good unit. It's a really good. It's unit. Really good unit. I just got um. I'm leveling up my Hollyberry right now and my Sea Fairy Ooh. Cookie. Oh man, I I'm
1: loving having the Sea Fairy Cookie finally. Yeah, she makes PvP like way easier. PvP is so easy.
0: Especially Dude, I have
1: her <laughs> plus my her plus my caramel arrow cookie. That five like I geez. have her. <laughs>
0: I have her caramel arrow cookie. Okay, so okay, it, it, my my team is like CC damage. So it's her sea fairy, caramel arrow, and then I have hollyberry in the front. But I also have the dark cookie, the ancient dark cacao, the knight. His, oh, you know what I am talking about? Yeah, he's 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 the banner. He's on the the other gotcha unit. He's the yeah. other banner unit, the dark one. Yeah. So like his CC, sea fairy CC. Hollyberry, Berry, Cece, and Taunt. And then, meanwhile, in the back, like, Carmela was just killing everybody. Um, which, I think, the last unit for that, I just need to raise up my cotton cookie. And I should be good. Nice. Yeah, solid stuff. Anyway, Moon Knight. Um, yeah. Episode four was the last thing that released. Tomorrow is episode five. So we will talk about episode three. Um... Vincent's recently watched them, uh, so I will start and probably drop off within the first five minutes. <laughs> um, but uh, episode three starts, Steven is not in control, Mark's in control, they are in Cairo, uh, just like the end of episode two showed us, um, he is going around trying to find out where Haro's site is i believe right yes okay um uh, but interestingly enough mark's blacking out and it's not steven hint hint possible third personality um that is massively killing people um from there uh vincent you're gonna have to take over because i do not remember what happens after that i don't remember the transition
1: uh well, from there we saw that Layla is uh trying to get over to him um yes yeah yeah uh we get to learn a little bit more about Layla's uh family um and then the next real big thing was um we got to see the gods right um was
0: that. No, 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 no. They went to Madripoor, right?
1: Uh, they hadn't. Uh, Layla hadn't met, oh. met up with him yet.
0: At that point? Are you sure? Oh, yeah. You yeah, yeah, go yeah. and talk to the gods. Yeah, so Konshu, like, messes with the
1: sky, and then the gods. <laughs> it's like, we shouldn't summon them. And then he. And then. Mark's like, where are you going? He's like, watch this. And then he yeah. his- <laughs> he's and just then like, he's like, I'm summoning the gods.
0: He's just like, summoning the gods is a fool's game. It never goes well. And then he walks away for a second. He's just like, but watch me do it anyway. <laughs> Kanshu is such a, he's so, he's just pure chaotic.
1: I love him so much. He's but, so funny.
0: And then he gets summoned, he gets, a Mark gets summoned to the Inead as Khonshu's avatar and then Khonshu walks away and then he's just like what, are you coming with me? He's just like oh don't worry I'll be there. Just walking away. Uh, and then from there we meet, we don't really get properly introduced to anybody except for uh, one avatar? <laughs>
1: I forget yes. the name of the goddess. Uh, uh, I am. Uh, it's Hathor. Hathor, um, the
0: goddess of like music and poetry and stuff like that. Um uh, they talk about how Hawthor and Khonshu probably had a past together. Um yes. and uh how Khonshu's bad at communicating and telling anything about his past. Um they put mark on like a trial or they try and hear him out. Osiris's <coughs> avatar Osiris's avatar like speaks to him and he's just like do you know what you've done blah blah blah. blah. And then a cool thing that happens is that much like a Jin Shuriki from Naruto, uh, the gods can possess their avatars. So uh, they all get possessed by their gods, uh, including Mark, which is a very funny <laughs> so scene funny. that happens
1: with him screaming the entire time. Everyone else is just talking and then yeah, is they, just screaming through Mark's body
0: and they like bring up the fact that like, this is Mark's first time, so he probably won't f- it probably won't feel natural for him. Uh, so uh, the gods question conshu and like every five seconds conshu takes over Mark's body and he's just like screaming at the top of his lungs <laughs> with his answers. Uh, so the reason that they do that is because uh, Amit's like, w- uh, to give backstory to this, Amit is like a bigger threat because he has like a community behind him. So Konshu believes that getting the Ineats backing to stop Amit's avatar will immediately stop what is happening if they're found guilty because they'll just be sealed, right? Yeah. So with that, we get um, the trial and Haro gets brought into Harrow? Haro Harrow. Haro? Haro. Harrow. Well, with Harrow. Harrow is brought into the meeting place of the Inead, testifies against Konshu. Because he is Konshu's former avatar, they may know him. Uh, it's not really shown that Haro knows him, but they do know that Haro has a past with Konshu. Uh, and Khonshu, he just he gaslights the fuck out of Mark spect- um, Yeah, Mark just gets. Cu- it's terrible. Like. He gets told that he's not like a person who should is fit for this role. Konshu should be sealed and separated from Mark because he's somebody that's like terminally ill and stuff like that. He gaslights him. Uh Amit and him walk away perfectly fine, and they distrust Konshu and Mark even more than they did before. Um and then what happens after that? You can take over.
1: Um, after that, Layla meets up with Mark, and it's actually Mark. We get to see Mark interacting with Layla finally. Yeah. Um, and it goes as well as one would expect, which is horribly. Um and uh Layla helps him um meet up with uh, a friend of hers too, who is a avid collector of Egyptian relics and has the sarcophagus of a magi who knows where uh, Ahmet's tomb was. Yeah, so Hathor's avatar, when unpossessed after the
0: meeting, uh, tells Mark that there's only one person who knows where Ammit's tomb is and that person is dead uh so the only way that they'd really know where Ammit's tomb is is by finding his sarcophagus yes
1: yeah um they start checking out the tomb um and Mark uh, Mark and Layla can't figure it out but um, Steven can. Steven knows this stuff. And we start seeing um, uh, Steven and Mark uh, trying to make a deal with each other to be able to figure out uh, the information on where Ahmet's tomb is. Harrow shows up. All hell starts breaking loose um and we get to see mark take over and use the suit we finally get to see it do the moon thing with the cape i've been waiting and hoping that they would make, make a
0: moon this this whole scene this fight scene that happens afterwards layla gets into it as well uh fighting against somebody um but it's it's just so cool to see because this is the first time we've like seen him like truly in action. Um, yeah, and it's it's so cool like him throwing things, uh, him doing. It's not a canon thing where he says random bullshit go, but it is pretty awesome. That's what he pretty much does when he flaps his cape open and just
1: throws a bunch of random stuff uh, to the horse riders. Steven's uh, getting more and more powerful too because he takes control at one point.
0: Yeah, yeah, he does he does. <laughs> so, so there's a scene. there's a part in the fight scene where Steven's fighting everybody. So so what happens to lead up to this is that Layla's just like, you know, uh, I know somebody who that has it. Uh, they're on a boat ride. they talk to each other. they're just like, hey, uh, like our marriage and everything like that. And she's just like, you know, you should have talked to me first. And he's just like, well, it's a little too late for that. And she looks really sad. Um, well, when it, when they get there, uh, they're told that this is this dude's like, estate and he's being trained on horseback from like this this form of fighting. Uh, and like he fights, Mark is fighting as Moon Knight against people who are on top of horses and they spear him almost to death. Um and it's funny because when this starts to happen, Steven took over because he doesn't want the violence to happen or something like that. And then he mm-hmm. just starts getting impaled with spears and he's just like, No, 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 take back over, take back over. I can't take <laughs> it anymore. Um it's and so in a moment of seeing Layla almost get killed, Mark like powers through it with his hyper regeneration and like just breaks all of the spears. Uh, nearly killing every single person on horseback um, and I think they end up getting away right yeah. yes they do they, end up getting away they end up getting away oh. and Layla, Layla steals uh, the pieces that are required to figure out the star mapping on the sarcophagus um, and I
1: think from there they just end up in the desert right uh, yes they do They get to the desert, um, they start trying to, uh, put back together the star map that they took from, uh, that was in pieces that they took from the tomb, or from the sarcophagus.
0: And Layla has, Uh, like, this weird iPad app that lets her, like, map out the sky? (laughs)
1: Yeah, I mean that just looked like sort of a regular iPad. Well, no, it's not because it could triangulate the location yeah, of the Yeah, she was holding it of that. she That's was kind like, of holding
0: it on like two bars. <laughs> like two bars like
1: on the side yeah, of the tablet. No. It was a weird gadget. Um but Mark and Layla can't figure it out, so Mark has to uh, ask Stephen to take over. Stephen figures it out like a champion. Um, and they see that the map isn't working now because it's not the same night sky that it used to be. uh and Conji's like, this, this is a bad idea. Let's do it. Uh, he's just like
0: he's just like <laughs> uh, like Steven's just like unless we knew what the night sky looked like that night, then we really can't do anything. And then Conji just like, I know what I remember all- every night <laughs> yeah, I remember every night that happens. <laughs> and then he's just like, any more, and like after the meeting He's just like, any more Dangerous things, like the Indiana tells him Like, you do anything else with the sky We're gonna entomb you And then you just like, if we do anything else I'll be trapped Fuck it, let's, let's do, do it. it This is the only way <laughs> And then he, he then states that This is an extremely strenuous thing So he'll need the help of Mark or Steven, whichever
1: one's in control at the moment. Steven Uh, was able to summon the suit this time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm proud of him. Um, Either that or conscious just sort of forced it on him.
0: Yeah. Like he, he willed his power into a second person to filter it. Uh, And together uh, they turned back the night sky back to the day that Amit was sealed or back to the night that Amit was sealed. And as this amazing scene is happening, where you're seeing like the literal night sky change like rapidly, and like seeing the perspective of like other people, because this is happening in like real time, Uh, you also see the Ennead in their tomb, like in their meeting room, uh, like humming and praying over this like center totem. And as time goes on, you see the totem start to form and it starts taking the form of Khonshu and Konshu slowly starts to dissipate as Mark, or I think Steven at this point, uh, his powers start to weaken as they turn back the night sky. And by the end of it, Khonshu gets sealed uh, and Steven is without the suit. He passes out and Layla starts to panic. But it worked. And yeah. that was episode three. It was, the ending of it, like, had me, like, shook for, like, what episode four was going to be. Um, but I'm really happy with how they handled Mark, Stephen and Mark in this episode. Like, I really enjoy that, like, not saying that Stephen is the main personality, like, isn't a good thing but he has so many redeeming qualities and isn't just thrown into the back. Despite them like sharing a brain, Mark doesn't know everything that Steven knows. So Steven is used for like the cool Egyptian things that even Layla doesn't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, are you good? Yep. All right. So episode four was crazy to say the least. But from the beginning, uh we pick back up uh Mark seeming or Steven seemingly dead on the ground. Uh Layla wondering what happened. Um but they did triangulate uh where Amit's tomb is. Um but they are a little too late because Haro has already found it uh because they have the Beetle uh, and a convoy team of his troops uh, come in and attack Layla. Um, but a really amazing scene, honestly. More uh, than we've seen from most side characters um, in Marvel. Uh, Layla defends herself. Uh, some pretty cool strategic things with using uh, flares and explosives and stuff like that. It felt like something out of like the live-action Uncharted movie. Or something that would be in it. Yeah. Um, Really cool. Uh, Steven gets up. He's perfectly fine. uh, And then they, uh, this episode seems like it's really short in my head when I'm talking about it. Uh, They head over, uh, they find uh, Ahmed's tomb. uh, And before that, they load up on supplies and Steven and Mark have a conversation where Mark's just like, you like my wife, huh? Don't touch my wife. Um, and Steven's just like, whatever. I, I can do whatever I want to your wife. Because technically she's my wife too. Because we're the same person. Um, and.
1: And they kiss. Yeah, Layla. The most uncomfortable kiss that I have ever seen in my Layla life. Layla and
0: Steven have like this moment where like <laughs> she goes in and then he backs off and then he goes back in and she's not really for it. And then like. As they're descending, Mark punches Steven into the tomb.
1: Uh, I like that both of them are able to have like at least a little bit of control, uh, while the other is is there. I, I I fully believe that it's because Steven was like, no no no, we're not gonna try to kill this guy. Uh, at the start of episode three, when Mark was like beating up the three dudes, yeah, uh, that's why Mark started just slapping people instead.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's just like, you know what, never
1: mind. Yeah.
0: Um, they get down into the tomb. Steven starts to f- geek out. So does Layla. Um, she also puts the scripture uh, on one of the guards of the tomb, which are like the giant statues of, I think, like dogs or cats or something. I think they're cats. Um, and she says this of her father. Uh, we'll get back to that in a little bit. Um, they answer the tomb. Uh, they notice that the tomb is kind of shaped, or like the beginnings of the tomb are kind of shaped like the Eye of Horus. Uh, So from there, uh, they kind of put stuff together and they're like, well, if this is the eye, then this is the mouth and this is the ear, then this is the nose. And Amit is the voice of the Avatar. uh, So they will go down the tongue, uh, which is the correct path. They find this insanely bloody pedestal that looks like it was used for human sacrifice, uh, which, which it was. Uh it was used for human sacrifice because they see the zombie thing come up. Or it, it looks it honestly reminded me of the mummy. This this <laughs> entire thing hasn't reminded me of anything else like Egyptian movie related except this scene with like the animated like mummified servant. Yeah. Um but uh him and Layla her, Layla and him uh steven uh go around and he goes up top where it looks like there's like offerings and a burial um uh, well she stays on the bottom well the thing drags one of the people there uh, one of haro's crew uh as they faintly hear gunshots going off and he gets put on the table and he gets sacrificed seemingly um the zombie thing uses tools like ceremonial tools to like actually carve out its organs and to put them into jars Um, which is if you didn't know comes some cool like Egyptian notes or information Uh, that's actually what they did with all of the organs of a sealed person like someone that was getting mummified Um, they would actually keep um, all of their essential organs in uh, like vases That are also sealed in the tomb with them, Um, because the Egyptians believed all that you owned, including your body and uh, like your wealth and stuff like that, uh, and even food would pass on to the afterlife with you. So, like, I guess it was supposed to be type uh, some type of thing of like that was going to be your home now. So, like, you needed food. Like, your organs were still intact. They needed to preserve your skin and bones. So that's why they had the mummification process. Pretty cool things. I learned. A, I, I remember a lot of this from, like, elementary school. But mm-hmm. uh, anyway, uh, it hears Layla moving around. Uh, Steven distracts it. Layla distracts it. And then Steven distracts it again. Uh, but it chases after Layla, um, which was the scariest thing Disney plus has sent out lately. Um, that whole interaction with her and it, uh, actually jump scared me when it grabbed her and dragged her because that was pretty long. That was like, she was getting dragged for like at least 10 seconds, uh, Mm -hmm. into a wall. Um, and then from there we see Mark's perspective, which he actually finds the tomb. Um, which, uh, interesting history stuff, uh, is actually the tomb of Alexander the Great. Um, who was, I I when I think of Alexander the Great, I think of like a Christopher Columbus looking motherfucker, like a normal Caucasian man from Europe. But, um, I think he was, uh, of Egyptian descent, um, I don't know a lot about Alexander the Great, but when I think of that, when I hear that Uh, name, I just think of,
1: uh, Cleopatra. Oh, okay. I'm
0: sorry. (laughs) When I think of Alexander the Great, I just think of like a normal white dude. So maybe it's that. I don't, I don't, I don't remember. Maybe. But anyway, he's Amit's, he was Amit's avatar. He was the last avatar of Amit. Um, Transition over to Layla. She's getting chased by Slender Man, the giant mummy dude. Uh, not actually a mummy. He's like, like rotting flesh. Uh, she gets p- grabbed through a wall, uh, and they have this action scene, like where they both fall over the edge, but one of them's hanging over, like and actually like lifts themselves up trope. Um, which I haven't seen in a while, but I also haven't seen other action movies besides Marvel stuff in a while. So um, she beats it and she also has uh, a conversation with Haro. Um, I feel like I'm the only one talking, so you can take over from here.
1: Yeah. She talks to Haro. Haro drops the bomb that, um, that, that uh, Mark Spector. Uh, that's not what I was going to say. Oh, what <laughs> ahead. But- no, that's that's insensitive. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> um, kaboom. Uh, he drops the bomb that um, Mark Spector was there when um, when her father died, uh, and Mark had not told her uh, at that point. I I think he also told her that he that Mark Spector was the one that killed, um, Layla's father. I think he insinuated it. I think but he... insinuated, which might which might lead into the because like Mark was the only one found alive there, and from my understanding, it uh, he might have died there because he died there because Kanchu like resurrected him or whatever, which put him yeah. into the service. Um, but like, if there is like a secret third personality that's like some kind of that's some kind of killer, then. No, knows it's maybe, maybe his body did kill Layla's father.
0: Yeah. From what the, from what he told Layla, um, he actually, like he was, he was in possession of his body at the time. Um, mm-hmm. and he said that he saw his partner, uh, who notoriously, uh, becomes Moon Knight's like main villain in the comics, um, uh, he saw him kill Layla's father. Um, which Layla blames him later on, which, uh, like for the fact that Mark brought a cold blooded murderer to the camp to the dig site in the first place. Um, but anyway, go ahead, go ahead, we'll get
1: there. Um, he he drives that news to her, she runs off sad and upset as one would be uh meanwhile Stephen is uh defacing <laughs> the, the, the mummified corpse quite of literally uh breaking his jaw open and reaching down inside to get um to get Amit. um or at least the statue that is holding her um Layla shows up um Mark takes over. Um again uh Mark lets her know that he didn't actually kill her dad, but he led the killer there. Uh and uh they're unfortunately cornered by Harrow's men. And then we see the main character, Mark Spector, die.
0: Yeah, so, um, uh, after this, we see, uh, the last thing we see is Harlow's men gun down Mark Specter. Um, Layla even sees it, uh, from around the corner, uh, because Mark just told her to run. Uh, I, I, I think he gave her the totem, right? I think so too. Yeah. So, like, he wouldn't just stand there and act and try and defend the totem while she went away. No. Uh, He dies. He falls into a pool of water. And then from that pool of water, he reawakens in a psychiatric ward, which is, this is, this is Moon Knight. This is prime Moon Knight. This type of storytelling, this type of psychological, like mind mess aroundery. This is, this is from the run that this is based off of. And it is, it's great. Like, as a Moon Knight fan, when I saw this, I was just like, Oh, this is what they're doing. This is great. Um It's it's kind of to sum it all up, it's kind of portrayed as the fact that like Mark for the three episodes that we've known him is just a patient in a mental hospital and he's kind of been associating everybody he's seen in the mental hospital as people in his life in this like dramatic story because it's it's shown to us that Mark has this obsession with this like Indiana Jones ripoff movie that stars uh, a character called Stephen Grant. And it's kind of showing us that like, it shows us where these different aspects of Mark's life come from. Like Stephen Grant, the personality comes from this movie that he likes to watch in the, in the, the psych ward. Um, his wife is the only girl that talks to him uh the two people that are uh Haro's, like main men uh are people that work in the in the I don't want it's not an asylum uh it's an mm-hmm. institution um uh, anybody his manager is another person in the institution other people in the institution are people we've seen in the show um and We see him eventually talking to Haro, who is supposed to be his psychiatrist. And Mark is, like, putting things together in his mind because, like, he's supposedly been sedated because of his outbursts that he has. Um, Mm -hmm. And he starts putting everything together. He's just like, uh, (laughs) the cane, uh, the, the picture on the wall is a place that they went in a previous episode um
1: what else uh the words that he was saying yeah Those yeah he used to kill him yeah he
0: he said so, the words of like uh i forget exactly but he repeated the words that he said to mark right before he was gunned down i can't save people who can't save themselves yeah so Uh, exactly what a psychiatrist would tell you before gutting you down. Um, So he starts putting everything together, starts thinking about it. He's just like, no, he's just like, this is all wrong. This was, this is, this is all wrong. This is like an elaborate scheme. Uh, He tries to break out of it while sedated, uh, gets, gets caught by the guards, bites one of their hands, smacks the other one in the face uh, and then runs off. Meanwhile, Haro's just like, "Are you guys? You guys okay? I can't really do much right now. You know, I can't chase after him." Uh, and then he goes off. He runs into a room, and in the room is a sarcophagus. Uh, so, in, in case you were wondering if the entire last three episodes of Moon Knight were fake, uh, no? Question mark. Probably not. Uh, but inside the sarcophagus, it's it's who who, who do you think who do you think it is, Vincent? Who inside think of the
1: sarcophagus? Yeah. I no, think no 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 no, no 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 no
0: no. The no. first sarcophagus. Who do you think is in the first sarcophagus? Oh,
1: yeah. Ah, uh, okay. A, I think
0: A, mm. the nameless pharaoh. B, Kujo. or C, Stephen
1: Grant. Uh, I gotta go. C, dog.
0: Wrong. It's actually the name of Pharaoh from Yu-Gi-Oh. Darn. Yeah, no. So Steven's there, and it's it's two Oscar Isaacs. Bakura?
1: Yeah, oh, it's two, two Oscar Isaacs. Dude, that must have been such a weird scene for him to film. Right?
0: Wait, 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 wait. I just thought about something. Moon what? Knight's just Yu-Gi-Oh.
1: It, it really is. Dual personality? Minus the card game.
0: I, I don't know. Did you know that Uno. they? Quick, quick tangent here. Did you know that there's a Marvel Uno? It's a Marvel Uno, and it it doesn't it, it functions like Uno, plus like an actual card game. Like there's character cards and ability cards. Oh, what the fuck? Look, look it up. There's even card rarities. Like you, there's pulls. What? Yes. No. no. You make a deck based off a character, and you can have pulls. There's rarities, Vincent you buy a character deck and you have to pull to get the right rarities.
1: Anyway, anyway, (laughs) anyway, anyway.
0: So the two of them like meet, I guess for the first time, like physically or mentally, we're not quite sure. Uh, But he hugs himself or Mark hugs Steven. And uh, from there, they're just like, we got to escape. Like, and like, they both kind of question how this is possible because like they're, they share the same body usually. But they run out of there. They run past another sarcophagus, which is like trying to break itself free, uh, which I think now is a safe time to talk about it. We both think it's Jake. Uh, everybody's been talking about this since the start of the show. If they're going to have the third personality, if it's going to be, be proper— it, it's Jake. It's Jake Lockwood. Jake in the comics is his street level personality that is a cab driver that gets street level information from Mark. kind of is rough and tumble. This would be the this is like the perfect transition to like comic to live action for uh, a character because, Jake, being the mustached cab driver that beats people up for information, is just perfect in this situation because I totally can see him as the person that just kills people. Um, but I want to know if when he takes over, does he grow a mustache? Maybe. Does he grow a mustache and then he gets a hat? I want to know. Hopefully. Um, but uh, they run past it. I. <laughs> Like Steven's curious on like who it could be or what it could be, and then Mark's just like, no, I don't need another person in my head. I'm good. And just runs away. Uh and they get to the end of the hallway, and who do we see, Vincent?
1: To oh, wear it. Oh my god. The Egyptian god uh the Egyptian goddess of childbirth and fertility herself, the big hippo. Yeah, they
0: they, <laughs> they open the doors and
1: She's a nurse.
0: (laughs) And she's just like, you expect like something like a very deep voice. And she's like,
1: hi. Hi, how you doing?
0: And then they both just scream.
1: It's so nice.
0: They both just scream because the anthropomorphic hippo just said hi to them. Um, I mean,
1: yeah, it makes sense. And it's funny.
0: It's so funny because like Mark has like a normal or like he has like a scream that's like his octave, right? And then yeah. Steven has a high-pitched scream like he is scared for his life. Like, Mark is scared just, like, because he's surprised. Steven's scared because he thinks that the hippo's going to eat him. <laughs> um, And that's the end of the episode. Now, let's do a little bit of theory crafting.
1: What do you think her importance to the show is going to be? Oh, I th- so I think – um. She's going to help heal um his connections and his personalities that have been split up. Next episode's gonna talk about fucking Jake. It's going to. Um, uh, we're we're gonna meet him. They're probably gonna fucking like let him out, uh, which is gonna be fucking crazy. <laughs> um I I love that they brought in to wear it. I love the fact that she's a nurse. Uh it's um, I I'm not personally familiar with this Moon Knight run, um, but I I've read uh Rick Riordan's um Egyptian God uh Red Pyramid book series that he did alongside Percy Jackson, um, and uh in in one of the books, they're in the um underworld, um, of the. Um they're they're in the underworld, and they go to a hospital for retired gods and just old and forgotten uh mythical beings and to where it is the head nurse there <laughs> just looking over looking after everybody. so I uh, I I was really I was immediately reminded of that and it made me so happy. I was really hoping that that was what it was gonna be. Um, she might also be healing their connection with con with conshu somehow. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I was um so what I think it is is it might be because she's she's the goddess of fertility, she's also the goddess of birth, like childbirth. Um mm-hmm. I think it's it's gonna be like an all encompassing thing of his psyche healing, him him accepting because the run that this is based off of, forgive me, I forget the writer. Um, it ends with them, like all three personalities, accepting that they don't need conshu to function. So I feel like in the same vein, there'll be a recovery process for Steven, Mark, and probably Jake figuring out who each other are, accepting who each other are, and knowing that they have to live with each other, and accepting that. Along with that... It's the birth of a new a new person, per se. Like, it's not necessarily the three of them individually, but them as a system. Because that's usually how uh, DID is perceived as not split personalities, it's a system. It's all the personalities working together. Um, which would be awesome to see if at the end of the, the last episode or in the next episode we see mark and steven and possibly jake switching between each other during a fight scene and we just see the costume transition in between uh as if like they're transforming into different forms or something like that um uh, but yeah that's that's kind of what i think i think next episode's going to be a whole like info dump slash Non-action esque movie, non movie, non-action esque episode. Probably maybe some things action, but I feel like it's going to be a lot of talking, a lot of information told to the viewers and the characters. Very, very Mark Steven Jake encompassing. Uh, if we see Layla. It's her running away, or her getting captured, and whatever's happening with Amit's tomb. Um, I also don't think Haro is the avatar of Amit. I'm a hundred percent believing that he's actually Anub- Anubis in disguise. Because um, we didn't talk about it, but the Ennead has like a ton of gods sealed away. So whether that's supposed to be something for the next Thor movie or not. Um, the Egyptian pantheon seems to just have a bunch of gods whether or not they are from their pantheon or not we don't know but they're just sealed away so yeah but that's my two cents on it um, yeah I have nothing really else to say super excited for tomorrow's episode
1: um, yeah I can't wait. I'm so excited to see Tora it. Yeah.
0: I'm excited where they're going to take this whole thing cuz this is 101 things that they could do because like what she represents, what she could do um how they take the character from if there's any rendition of her in the comics to live action and taking from the source material of actual Egyptian mythos. Yeah. Uh with that I think uh I think we're gonna end it. You know, we're gonna have we're eventually gonna have a thing at the end here where we, like we talk about other things. Um possible things, you know, we're both busy adults. Um <laughs> possibly like uh what we're excited for in the upcoming weeks or maybe take some of the news and put it at the end here, or maybe like some personal things. One of my favorite podcasts, they talk about what their current interests are, what they're doing, what they're reading, what they're watching. Uh, but yeah, um, that's the end of today's episode. Um, I hope you all love, uh, the banner and profile icon shout outs to ultimate maverick x my commission guy he is an amazing artist if you want to get art done by him this isn't sponsored or anything it's just a shameless plug because i really like his art um and he did a really good job i think me and vincent both think that the banner and profile picture turned out really good
1: yeah Um, Um, it looks great i'm very happy with it
0: yeah so um Shoutouts to him. Uh, if you want to get in contact with us, you can uh, tweet at us at Domestic BF Pod. Uh, you could tweet at me at lying
1: underscore mask. Oh, and you can. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Sorry I was. I got lost in the banner for a second. It you looks get- really nice. Yeah. Uh, and I'm Vincent B eight. <laughs> Vincent Barlow eight. <laughs> yeah. um... Like,
0: comment, subscribe, get the algorithm going. Um, I just recently started a new job last week, so uh, if you thought that content uh, was spotty uh, at the moment, uh, you can just imagine how everything's going. But I think I have a decent idea of how we're going to get things going. Uh, I'm going to be putting stuff on the TikTok, which I might have linked in the description in this episode. Uh, Putting using those same videos uh, on the YouTube to do some algorithms and the shorts. Um, we might also possibly be doing like standalone episodes, do uh, standalone videos besides the podcast episodes. Not really sure about how that will go. Like I said, we're both pretty busy people, but uh, uh, this isn't like a for profit or anything like that type of game. We're just doing this for fun. So yeah, we will see how everything progresses, but Thank you all for watching. Tune in next time. We're going to be talking about the last two episodes of Moon Knight. And then whenever Vincent can go see it, we'll be talking about Multiverse of Madness and all of the crazy things that are going to, yeah. And all the crazy things that will be coming out of that, because God knows that this movie is going to be like the equivalent of like civil war of phase four, like crazy things are going to happen. Crazy implications about the stuff that happened in the Disney plus shows. Uh, and also anything to happen in the future because, you know, the multiverse and honestly, like, possible connections to the Sony-verse. Who knows? It depends. But as I said before, thank you for listening, and we will catch you later.
1: See you, beautiful people.